Welcome, everyone, to the Four Investors Podcast, the ongoing financial podcast for the everyday investor. I'm Andrew Gay, along with Gilbert Pies, and we are the Texas Hill Country Advisors, local independent financial advisors located right here in the heart of the beautiful Texas Hill Country. In today's show, we give you a brief update on financial markets, and we're going to talk a little bit about what investors can expect after today's Federal Reserve decision to keep interest rates at their current level. So let's uh, jump right in. Let's talk a little bit about what just happened today. We had a big day today for financial markets. The Federal Reserve met today before their November 1st meeting. You know, the pattern here is that they make the interest rate announcement and then 30 minutes later, they have a press conference led by the Fed chair himself. uh, And that was Jerome Powell. He just finished up that press conference about an hour and a half ago where he does a little bit of a speech, but then gets peppered with a lot of questions from journalists. So First one, top of mind, is this is the second pause in a row from the Fed after this very uh, aggressive pace of interest rate hikes, you know, the fastest in, in decades. And now this is two in a row where they've paused. Are they done? The answer is maybe. Yeah, I think there's a lot of speculation out Clear there. That, yes, I know. <laughs> there's a lot of speculation right now that the Feds are just going to put off the November rate hike to December, mid-December. That's when their next meeting is. He did say specifically still that if conditions warranted and they saw excessive growth in the economy, they were prepared to raise interest rates again. So they're not off the table just yet. Uh, But I think what he's really trying to say is it's data dependent. We'll see if we see that inflation is not progressing to where we want it to be, or we see inflation start to rear its ugly heads more then they're definitely going to raise rates again. I think they're also doing this communication dance to try to buy themselves some time because he definitely wants optionality as far as what they could perceive coming down the road or could not perceive coming down the road that could back them into a pickle and they need some wiggle room to deal with that. What would be second in your mind as far as if they're, okay, whether or not they're done, what's next? Okay, well, here's what I would say. Uh, We've been talking about this on the show for several months. We've been talking about the pattern that usually happens. And the pattern has been many times before that when the Fed made an announcement about interest rates, the market would, would fall for a week to 10 days after. Then the market would rise in anticipation of the announcement. And then after they made their next announcement, then the market would drop off again for a week to 10 days. That's been the general trend in these rate announcements over the past year and a half. But what we saw today was a total reversal of that, I think. And and really, it's, it's not just today that we saw the reversal. What we have seen the past few weeks since the last Fed rate announcement, when they did nothing, they skipped raising rates in September, we did not see a rise in the market in anticipation of the announcement, what we saw was the exact opposite. The market was dropping off substantially uh, in the first few weeks before the announcement. And today that they made the announcement, the market didn't go down. It went up. It went up very strongly and broadly too across the board. And so that's a really big change that we've seen on this rate announcement. Uh, And frankly, there's only two things uh, that the Fed can do uh, really the next meeting they'll either announce a rate hike or nothing because there's no way, well, (laughs) I guess you should never say never, but it's very, very unlikely that they would lower interest rates. That's not even in the realm of possibility right now. Uh, I I think Jerome Powell even said that in his speech afterwards, that that's not even into the the conversation yet. In fact, what they're going to do in December hasn't even entered into the equation yet. Uh, But, but it, 
it doesn't take a genius to figure out that in December, there's only two things that can happen. Either they're going to do nothing, leave rates where they're at, or they're going to raise them. Powell mentioned earlier that they will continue to kind of leave the door open to wait and see the variable lag of the interest rates and that impact on the economy. I think it was just another signal that they're trying to wiggle their way into is to get as much of a moat around them as possible in case they need to access that as we get in a bind. Well, and of course, you know, what the Fed is doing is is they're, they're using words to talk the market down a little bit. Uh, I, I don't think it's any secret that the market at, at various points in various sectors were uh, very, very strong. Um, for example, the tech sector this year was very, very strong. And part of that was the expectation that rates were not going to go up anymore and that interest rates might even come down. And, and that, that's why you saw a really big pop back in the technology sector. And, uh, you know, the Fed is it does not like to see extreme exuberance in, in any particular sector. So they're, they're talking it down as much as they can. That works sometimes, but as you said, they're they're looking to give themselves wiggle room to make a decision about what direction they need to head into, no matter what happens down the road. You know, what's interesting to me, too, is that the market this whole time was kind of calling out the Fed and saying, yeah, y'all aren't going to raise in November. You're not going to raise in November. And it turns out they were right, because as we were approaching uh, the September meeting, it kind of still seemed like they might hike in November. And that's what I called for, that that they would hike in November. Now I'm uh, obviously, I was wrong. So now I'm going to push my prediction off until December. <laughs> the The other reason we saw a big move in the equity markets today was the bond market. The bond market has been cooling off the past few days, and that's really helped and, and given the equity market some room to move back up again. Uh, we saw the 10-year Treasury drop from above 5% down to 480, I think it was today. Um, and, and in the grand scheme of things, you would think from 5% to 480 is not that big a deal. But in the world of the Treasury market, that's humongous. That's a humongous move. Uh, we, saw, we saw Treasuries across the board uh, the twos, the fives, the tens, uh, heck, even the shorter term durations uh, or the shorter term maturities, uh, two weeks, 30 days, I think they, they all came down. So that's really helped the equity markets. And we would expect to see that happen some more if the feds don't raise interest rates anymore in December. So what does this mean for investors, Gilbert? You know, it, 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 uh, uh, what kind of investor you are, if you're interested in equities, uh, is going to be good for equities. And, and we saw that today. We saw the equity markets across the board, the S&P, the Dow, the NASDAQ, all rise uh, better than 1% or almost 1%. I think the Dow was up like 0.87 or 0.67, so almost 1%. But the NASDAQ was up, you know, 1.6, I believe. If you're a fixed income investor, now is the time to start locking in your rates, your yields, because if the Feds have reached their peak then we will not see rates go up anymore. We will not see price improvement there. Uh, in fact, we, we might even see um, yields come down. And then uh, that, that would be a signal that, okay, yields are coming down. Uh, we should start see a change in the uh, fixed income market. Uh, and if, and if you don't lock in rates right now, you're going to be late to the party. And yeah. nobody likes to be late to the party. Uh, so, so it just depends. If you're a, a real estate investor, um, or a real estate buyer, a real estate seller, you know, uh, uh, the Fed heating, hitting peak rates is going to mean different things to different people. So it just depends on what kind of investor you are. I, I would say this, that, that in the grand scheme of things, if you're an investor over the next 20 or 30 years, uh, 
the year 2022 and 2023 are just going to be two little hash marks in that cycle of your investment life, and they're not going to amount to much. Uh, today, right now, they seem really, really important. And uh, in, in fact, I would say they're the most important thing because we're living today right now. But it, over a 20 or 30 year time frame, it's not going to mean that much. Right. It really isn't. Okay, guys, I think that'll do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube most weekdays. The stock market is open in all places you find your podcast, including Spotify. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member of Recipic, Texas Whole Country Advisors, not an affiliate of Next. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Whole Country Advisors, and not those of Next. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks.